Hello, everybody, and welcome to the She Rises Studios podcast. I am your host today, Angela Bell, and today I am here with Amber Bender. Amber is a physician's assistant and certified functional medicine coach who helps busy professional women find freedom from food and repair unwanted and stress-induced behaviors associated with eating. She helps empower them she helps women empower themselves in their relationships with their bodies to find health and happiness. This in turn allows them to find their true potential, deepens their self-love, and unlocks the bigger picture of what their purpose is and desires are that aren't grounded in a diet or body type. So Amber, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, sounds like something so many of us need more information on. So can you tell us a bit about how you came to do this work? Yes, yes, absolutely. I'd love to share. And really all of that amazing intro, and I appreciate that, is is so much to say that um, I'm really just passionate about what I do because it actually comes from my own story and my own struggles. And sometimes we see this a lot, especially with our health journey kind of like we went through a lot to get to where we are. And then when we come out on the other side, it's almost like we're so passionate about helping others to experience that too. So just for me, um, ever since honestly, I was a kid, I really just struggled as a kid growing up. Um, I was overweight. So I always felt kind of out of place. I didn't fit in. Um, and then into the teenage years, and as a young adult, just developed multiple eating disorders, went through kind of everything under the sun with dealing with food and body image issues um, through college and beyond. And so it was always just one struggle after another. And I went through recovery and therapy and everything for my eating disorders. But I honestly just found that those challenges followed me beyond that in whatever phase or season of life I was in. And so I just spent my life just trying to discover how I could escape being in that prison, just being locked and trapped by food. Um, and a lot of my community and even those I work with, they resonate with that, just feeling very bound by food, obsessed about it, fixated on it, on it in that prison where it just dominates everything. And then we just become really unhappy with our body, our health overall, and it just doesn't give us that great picture of life. And we really feel held back by those things. So that's where I come from. And I had a massive transformation in my life, but it honestly took a very long time and a lot of trying everything, nothing works, trying and error, um, trial and error to get to the point where I am today. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping other women to get there too so that it doesn't take them decades like it did for me. Wow. I mean, so much, I resonate with so much of that. Um, and so I guess one place I wanted to start with is just if you could describe what is functional medicine? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's a great question. Um, a lot of people are getting more familiar with our alternative healthcare models. And we used to call it our alternative medicine, but it's really just a more whole person approach to healing and healthcare, where we're not just looking at treating symptoms, we're looking at actually getting down to the root cause of what's going on and balancing everything, everything, not only in body, nutrition, movement, but with 
stress in our lives, our relationships that we have with our job and everything that's going on. It's really looking at balancing everything in our life, but especially just getting down to the root cause of what is driving the problem. Or in the case with unwanted eating challenges, it's really what's driving the unwanted behaviors and the habits and the patterns that we just can't seem to shake. Because what we do know is that that comes from somewhere. And I hear a lot of people saying, like, I just don't understand why I can't get control of my eating habits or get to where I want to be with my health. And that why is really what we discover through functional medicine. That makes sense. I know mine. <laughs> I know mine because mine is when I do not, uh, when I'm not doing enough to take care of myself, when I am giving and giving and giving to other people and not doing anything for myself, that is when I'll be like, I deserve this piece of cake because I deserve something for me. Whether I want it or not, that is, I'm doing it almost like, a big F you to the world. I'm going to eat this because I deserve something. Not that it does me any good, but mm -hmm. I should really just take care of myself. Right. Um, which I'm sure I, the thing is, I say that <laughs> and I, I laugh a bit, but I know so many women that have similar stories, right? Like, and so what, what have you found to be the number one uh, reason women give for, you know, why they overeat or binge or stress eat? Yes. And that's actually such a great point, what you mentioned, because that's a common theme throughout. It's when we're not taking care of ourselves and we're not spending that adequate self-care. We hear that kind of buzzword all the time. But what that really looks like, and I think what it boils down to is the fact that a lot of us don't prioritize ourselves enough. And, and that's because, especially as women, we're just caretakers we're healers we want what's best for everybody else so it's that kind of idea where we put ourselves on the back burner right and then when we do that when we come kind of last or second to everybody else we don't feel fulfilled we don't feel like our cup is full right we're kind of like scraping at the bottom of the barrel and then we're looking for something to fill that to fill that cup maybe even to fill that void and We've just learned through the course of time, even back dating from our ancestors, that food in the moment can make us feel better. It's literally the physiology of food. Eat food and feel eat food and feel better instantaneously. It's like that instant gratification. But what happens is when we do that in the state where maybe we're stressed out and we're in that kind of chronic stress state or sympathetic nervous system response state, or when we're doing it, when we have negative emotions going on, we're balancing everything on our plate, juggling all the things and the responsibilities that we have, then we're not always kind of in tune with our goals, with what we want for ourselves. That's a little bit blunted. And so we're eating in that stress response state. We're eating kind of in that instant gratification state. And what happens later is those negative emotions set in like the guilt and the shame and beating ourselves up. Right. And then we're fighting ourselves and we're fighting food. And a lot of times you see that cycle just perpetuate because when we're beating ourselves up and we're not feeling good, we want to feel better. And then we go to food again to feel better. So a lot of times we look at eating challenges or struggles or emotional eating as our problem. 
but actually what we've just used it for as our solution to manage stress, to feel better. And we just really need other coping mechanisms and to check into our body in that moment and check out of that stress response state or that a negative emotional state so that we're not making those kind of like in the moment decisions where later on we feel really badly about it and badly about ourselves too. And so how can we start to do something like that? Definitely. Some some big tips that I would give to really start just checking into our body and bringing more awareness with food and eating. Sometimes this is referred to as mindful eating is really what I talked about getting more out of that sympathetic nervous system response state or that stress response state. So what does this look like? It definitely looks like incorporating some of those self-care practices, like you mentioned, taking time for yourself. So yes, in a world that's so busy and chaotic, it does mean slowing down. So slowing down, especially in terms of eating, taking that assessment as to are we eating when we're distracted, when we're trying to multitask, when we're getting dinner on the table for the family and everybody's coming in and out. A lot of us go to work and we have working lunches where we're doing other things on the job as we're eating or we're eating on the go and then we're grabbing convenience foods. It's really how can we slow all that down and just focus on the act of eating itself and tap into really our five senses as we're doing that active eating. Because when we do that, we switch down out of that chronic stress response state. That's when we check into our body. We bring more awareness and consciousness to the present and to food and to eating. And it actually is when our brain gets the signal that, hey, I'm being nourished by food right now. I'm getting food, nutrients into my gut. There's that gut-brain access where the gut tells the brain, hey, I'm eating right now. It's all good. And what happens is when we eat in that stress response state, that message, that signal from gut to brain gets blunted so that we never get the message that we've eaten in the first place. And this is where people will say, I feel out of control with eating. My appetite is completely just crazy. I don't even, I eat when I'm hungry. I eat when I'm bored, all of these things. I have a crazy sweet tooth. The cravings come in. That's really when those signals that our body and our brain is supposed to be getting are interrupted. That makes sense. So how do we interrupt it though? Yeah. How do we kind of interrupt that pattern? I know for me, I have weird patterns. Like I will not eat when I'm stressed, but then sometimes when I'm stressed, I will eat. Like it's, it's really inconsistent. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I've tried to pinpoint, I was like, okay, so what kind of stress is it that causes me to do one or the other? Um, but so how do we interrupt those um, emotions or, or break free of that, those cycles? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think instead of pushing past or trying to stifle those emotions that we have, um, all of our emotions are there for reasons, Right. So if we're feeling sad, if we're feeling depressed or upset or down, recognizing that's the way that we feel, but what are some strategies and other means that can kind of lift what we call our vibrational state or lift that emotional state so that we feel maybe not joyful and completely happy, but we feel content or satisfied. And what I have people do is write out or take an inventory and I call it a what else list. 
So it's like when you're feeling stressed, when you're feeling like you had a bad day and everything went wrong, everything went haywire and you just want to run to food, having this strategy list of what else can I do first instead of just running to food? Can I take a couple deep breaths, do two minutes of breath work, right? Can I do five minutes of meditation? Can I go for a quick walk? Can I call somebody? Can I talk to someone? Can I give a loved one a hug? Something to interrupt that cycle because what that does is that interrupts that pattern where we're so used to just jumping to food in the moment right away. And instead, it gives us a beat to take a second, check back down, check into our body. And what I like to tell my community and even my clients that I work with is it takes practice and it takes time. It's not perfect like anything. These changes don't happen overnight. So I tell them, don't expect on the first time or the first couple times for you to call a friend and then be magically better and then not turn to food and go in the kitchen. You may do that, right? But by starting this new prompt or this new habit of recognizing, okay, I'm about to turn to food right now. I'm going to grab my what else list and see what can I do real quick, even if it's two minutes of breathing and just commit to that and do it. And hey, if you go into the kitchen and go crazy in the pantry, accept it. Let yourself have that moment where you feel badly or guilty about it and then let it go. Because when we stay trapped there and we constantly beat ourselves up while we're already down, that's when we'll continue that pattern. So implementing these little strategies consistently because believe it or not, when we do that, eventually it will we'll like build that muscle and it will get better and we'll change that pattern, we'll change that habit. Okay, I like that. So creating our list of what else we could do and then trying them while still giving ourselves grace. I like it. Exactly. That's exactly the perfect summary. Yep. And so now, Amber, I mean, this, I'm sure this topic resonates with so many people other than just me. <laughs> Although I could ask you questions all day. Where can people find you if they want to learn more about what it is you do and, and how you could help them? Absolutely. Yeah. So my, the best resource would be my Facebook community. It's a free community. Um, it's called Banish Burnout and End Emotional Eating. So you can just search that on Facebook. We have a growing community of like-minded women. It's a safe space and it's very supporting and nurturing for this journey with eating. So that's one place. And then also my website, it's ambermbender.com. So M as in mom, ambermbender.com. And I have a blog there and training videos and more resources as well. So those would be the two main places to find me and get more support around this. Amazing. And do you have any programs that you're currently uh, enrolling people in where you can work with people on these sorts of things? I absolutely do. Yes, I have a program where I w work one-on-one -on -one very closely with individuals and we tackle both the mind and the body root causes of what's driving unwanted eating habits and behaviors. So we use eating psychology to transform the mindset around food and we use functional medicine to heal the imbalances in the body that are driving these patterns, habits and behaviors. Awesome. Amber, thank you so much for taking time to share all of this wisdom with us. I know it resonated with me. I'm sure it, a lot of other listeners, definitely it landed. So thank you. 
And thank you for the work you do. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity. And thank you everyone for tuning in today to the She Rises Studios podcast. We will see you all again soon. Thank you all so much for joining another episode of She Rises Studios podcast. Please follow us online at She Rises Studios. You can also visit our website at www.sherisesstudios.com.